This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1168, Water Sports Vocabulary for IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we give you so much vocabulary related to water activities and beach activities. Even if you do not like the water, you still might be asked about it on IELTS Speaking. Listen up today for tons of great ideas that you can use on your next exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, do you enjoy water sports? I do. I love water sports. Paddleboarding is probably my favorite lately. Um, but there's actually not really a water sport that I don't enjoy. Totally. I like them all. <laughs> I have always loved swimming, mostly in swimming pools because I didn't grow up near an ocean. But anytime my family like stayed in a hotel or we traveled and stayed in a hotel, I spent as much time as possible in the pool, even by myself. Like I just love playing in swimming pools. Um, So today, guys, we're talking about water sports vocab for IELTS. And guys, um, here's the thing. Like, If you're asked about activities at the beach or water activities or things people do near the water, which is a weird like part two question, Mm. um, you don't just have to talk about, you know, oh, fishing and swimming. There are so many activities and things people do in and around the water. So we are going to blow your mind today with a lot of ideas. Yes, exactly. This is going to be really fun. There are even a couple that we hadn't heard of. Yeah. And that's what inspired this um, episode, actually, because Sarah, one of our three key students, posted in our Facebook group. I had a, a brainstorm challenge every Tuesday where students can think about a speaking question and write a sample. And what she wrote kind of surprised me because she named a sport I hadn't heard of. Googled it. Does exist. So crazy. All right. So let's talk about those two things first. So what two activities did Sarah think of? Yeah, she first talked about sunbathing, which was interesting. She said, this is a popular beach activity, but doesn't count as a water sport. But you can definitely talk about sunbathing. If you're asked about water sports, you say, I don't love getting in the water, but I love hanging out on the beach. Talk about playing in the sand, building sandcastles, sunbathing, definitely. And honestly, I don't usually say sunbathing. I say laying in the sun. Mm, or laying out. I'll just say, I'm going to go lay laying out. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, and that's not as much of a popular activity today as it used to be in the past because people because are cancer. more aware of <laughs> skin cancer. Yeah. So now we have to haul 
means carry a heavy thing. We have to haul a huge beach umbrella or a tent or something to the beach so we can be in the shade even when we're at the beach. So yeah. talking about how activities have changed is also a great filler, guys. Um, and just remember... If the question asks about water sports, but you want to talk about activities on the beach, you can. You just have to explain it and say, honestly, I don't really like swimming. I don't participate in a lot of water sports, but I do love to hang out on the beach and then talk about, you know, building sandcastles. Um, something that we do in America that I wonder if it happens all over the world, I think it does, is we like to bury each other in the sand. Um <laughs> If you have kids, you got to do this. It takes up so much time and it's so fun. You know, you like dig a little hole and then the person lays in the sand. James loves burying me and I love it because it's so relaxing. I just lay there and close my eyes and have like all this warm sand thrown on me. Sand on you. Yeah. And then the <laughs> weight of it, like it's, it feels so good. <laughs> We always will do a mermaid, and so we'll like oh, do nice. the like seashells, and then they love us. But like my son, that's his favorite thing. He's like, I want to be a mermaid. I'm like, yes, yes, oh you can. Gosh, oh my gosh, that is so cute. I love it. If you can uh, share a picture of your son as a mermaid, we need to find we one. Would love that. Um, yes. Maybe if but you we find also it, do you can put it in the blog. We do sand sculptures too. The last time we were in California, we made this huge humpback whale. Like big wow. on the sand. It took all of us together working for hours. Like that that's was a project. So awesome. Really fun. I mean, that's the thing, guys. Like you can spend hours at the beach just playing in the sand. Um, we've t So Aubrey's talked about, you know, sand sculptures. We build sand castles. I know that uh, a couple years ago, we went to the beach with my brother and his kids. And so we had three little boys with us, ages seven, nine, and 10. And no joke, they spent five hours digging holes. That's it. They just were digging holes in the sand. They wanted them as big and deep as possible and then tunnels to connect the holes. All you need is a shovel and a bucket and you can play at the beach all day. A and then it's a minefield. Everyone's walking around breaking ankles, right? Avoid the holes. <laughs> Avoid the holes. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to water sports. So we've explored some of the stuff we do on the beach, right? But what about the actual water sports that we are asked about on IELTS? What are the options? So the first one, let's talk about what Sarah mentioned because this was new to us. What's this? Yes, scurfing, right? Scurfing. With a K. So sort of a mixture of skiing and surfing. Yeah. And she described it, which would be so smart to do on IELTS. If you're going to use a word like this that might be unfamiliar to the examiner, describe the sport, right? She said it's a surface water sport in which the participant is towed on a surfboard behind a boat with a ski rope. She described that. I'm like, okay. Such and great paraphrasing. And remember, guys, sorry, sorry, I'll be real fast. You guys have to show your ability to paraphrase to get a seven or higher for vocab. And so, again, like Aubrey said, anytime you say a word, even if, like if you're not sure exactly, the examiner might not know what it is, explain it. Paraphrase. You're graded on that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yes, definitely. So it's interesting because I first thought, oh, is this, you know, wakeboarding or wake surfing, which I'm more familiar with. Yeah. And we looked it up. It sounds like this scurfing was sort of the precursor to those. It existed first where someone would just tow a surfboard behind a boat. And then people were like, this is fun. So they created wakeboards and they created boats that throw up a surf so you can surf right behind the boat. All of which is so fun if you haven't tried it. (laughs) <laughs> Wakeboarding is so hard. I tried it for it the first hard. time last summer and it's really hard. Have you tried it? Yes. And it can be really painful. I yeah. like ate it once. I fell and my face hit the water and it's like hitting concrete Seriously. when you're going at high speeds. It, it hurts, hurts so, bad. so bad. I couldn't see for a while. Um, so there was some uh, a really cool slang phrase, an idiom that Aubrey used there. So instead of falling... Um, if you like fall really bad, it's like an aggressive fall, (laughs) you know, it's like a really bad fall. You say, I ate it. That's in the past. So to eat it is to fall really badly. Yes. It's so true. And it's really appropriate for water sports. (laughs) So if you can, you can use this phrasal verb, which is very idiomatic. So fun to be like, oh, I'm worried I'm going to eat it. If I do one of these sports, which would really hurt. Well, even like the beach sports we're talking about, like beach soccer, beach volleyball, right? These are things that are super fun that people play all over the world. You can trip and fall, right? And we still say like, oh my gosh, I was playing beach soccer yesterday and I went to um, tackle someone and I tripped over the ball and I totally ate it. I mean, it works. Anytime you fall, just say you ate it. Yes, exactly. All right. But there's so many more, right? So we have wakeboarding, weight surfing, jet skiing, which is a motorized craft. I'm sure you see them. They're super noisy and so dangerous. I feel like every time we rent them, somebody crashes one into something, like a dock (laughs) or another jet ski. Maybe we're just not really good with them. (laughs) I love jet skiing. That's like one of my favorite things. It's so fun. Um, And then, of course, scuba diving. So don't mix up scuba diving and snorkeling. Scuba diving is when you have the tank on your back and you go way under underwater, right? And snorkeling is when you have the tube. Watch this on YouTube and you could see us like demonstrating. Um is when you have the tube and the big goggles, right? And you swim just below the surface to look at really cool fish. Yes. I've um, gone snorkeling a lot in me Mexico too. and some interesting places. You see all these beautiful fish, but I've never been scuba diving. Me neither. You have to be certified to do it. It's kind of a complicated process at least in the United States. So yeah. I've never never gotten there. Me neither. Do you want to? Do you want to get uh, scuba certified? I don't think so. I think yeah, I have either. a fear of deep water. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm not afraid so. of it. I just, there's plenty of other things I like doing, you know? So I'm like, meh, I don't yeah. have to do that. Right. If it were simple, if they could just drop you in the water, but where right. you have to go through the certification and it's expensive. or like, ah. It's very pricey. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So some other things you can do on the water, guys. Parasailing. I've never done parasailing, but I really mm. want to try it. So parasailing is when you are um, in, like you you have a seat and a parachute above you, and you're on a long rope attached to a boat, and the boat pulls out, and it, as the boat speeds up, your parachute catches air, and you float up into the air. So it's like flying. That sounds so amazing to me. I would love to do that. I know. It looks so fun when I see people doing it out on the water. I've always yeah. wanted to, too. Someday. 
That's on the bucket list. It is on the bucket list. I also really want to try kite surfing. So I live in Portland, Oregon, and this is one of the kite surfing capitals of the world. Really? Um, yeah, totally. There's some really famous companies that make like the kite surfing equipment in Bend, Oregon, and maybe Portland. Mm. I'm not sure. But um, when we go, because we go stand up paddle boarding a lot in the summer, and there's a lot of parts uh, along the Columbia River that are really famous for kite surfing and we get to see a lot of people doing it it's beautiful to see so Aubrey what is kite surfing yeah so you're on sort of a surfboard and you have a small sail so it's almost like a mini sailboat that you can control on your own I've seen people doing it I agree I think it looks so fun I would love to try it it's so rad because they'll like catch a wave and they manipulate the sail in such a way that it catches the air and they literally like fly for like a while. Like it's not just like boom, boom. Right. It's, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's so So cool. I bet it's really, really hard. Um, Okay. A couple last ideas, guys. This is uh, an activity that we do on the rivers here because we've talked a lot about sort of ocean activities, right? Maybe lake activities. But here's a specific activity for rivers. Um, Tubing. Aubrey, do people go tubing in Arizona? Yes, the Salt River is not far from our home. And even mid the middle of the summer in Arizona when it's so hot, yeah. on the river it's quite a bit cooler. So there'll nice. be a lot of people tubing. They'll have like a cooler with yeah, drinks and everyone exactly. connects their tubes. We will do the same thing but on paddle boards because often nice. if the river's not very deep, you're in a tube, you can hit rocks. Yeah. That's the worst. So I'm like, I like the paddle board, so I don't risk that. (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. So tubing, guys. Tube is short for inner tube, right? Just the the inflatable donut. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The big inner tube. And you put your bum in the middle and you just relax. And yeah, it is uh, definitely an activity that is popular here, too. Um, People, like, you have one car with, you park one car at Mm -hmm. the end of the route and then everybody gets into one car and you drive to the top of the route and you tube down the river and again you like like Aubrey said you you tie coolers to the inner tube so you have like you know cold sodas or whatever or here it's beer and um and yeah and then you just float down the river with each other and it's so relaxing yeah one note be sure to remember the keys of the car that you oh parked. <laughs> we forgot one time we we're like ready to go and nobody had the keys so we had to one of us me, actually. I hitchhiked with somebody oh. and just asked for a ride, and they took me up to my car because they were going anyway. Like, oh, my that's God. The only time I've hitchhiked, but they were super friendly. I can't believe you hitchhiked. I know. Aubrey, don't do that ever again. Um, All right, guys. So we have talked about so many activities that you can do on the beach, in an ocean, a river, a lake. Um, And even, guys, even if you're not a water person, You got to know that you might be asked about this on IELTS. This is for some reason, this comes up in speaking part one and part two all the time. Water activities, describe something people do near the water in part two. Like it comes up all the time, guys. So definitely choose some of the activities we've talked about today. And if you haven't done them, think about what you would want to do and why. So you are ready for for these questions on the IELTS exam. Yes, or be ready to describe why you don't want to try any of them. Totally, yeah. 
Like your answer can be no or can be, I don't yeah. do any of those things, but Good you point. still need that vocabulary. You need to be able to name some of the things that you don't want to try. That's such, that's such a good point. Um, all right, guys, remember that we have a free IELTS quiz for you with free resources. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, thanks for chatting today. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.